Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Informative and entertaining. This is The Roy Green Show across the Chorus Radio Network. Follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show, at The Roy Green Show emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Rene Angelil, as you know by now, died of cancer earlier this week. The impresario husband of Celine Dion succumbed to the illness, and the funeral, his funeral, is going to be held at the Notre Dame Basilica in Montreal on Friday, where the two were married, and the Quebec government announced it'll be a state funeral. Meanwhile, it's also been announced that Celine Dion's brother is terminally ill with cancer. What a challenge for and our condolences to the entire family. I uh, had the opportunity to speak with Natasha Gargiulo of Entertainment Tonight on Global Television and uh, have a listen to the conversation I had with Natasha about René Angelil, and she also spoke about Celine Dion. Have a listen. Natasha, uh, René Angelil was Celine Dion's agent, as we know, her guru when she was a child singer in Quebec who guided her career to stardom. What's something about this man that we perhaps don't know generally? What was he like as a person? This is, after all, not just an unusual love story. It's a unique love story. You know, every time we hear about the love story of Celine and Renee Angelil, a lot of people wonder, well, what is it that makes a woman be so attractive to a man who is 26 years her senior? And you get that answer when you meet Renee Angelil. Very charming man, always very present. Every time he sees you, he remembers your name. Very attentive. Every time you have an interview with him, he's very patient, answers all your questions, makes you feel as if, you know, you're doing a great job and just a really great supporter. And the one thing that you were always sure of was, yes, he was this huge impresario in Quebec and probably the best known uh, entertainment guru out of uh, the province, but he really adored his wife and he supported her 100%. And we knew that from the moment he heard that demo tape of hers and then when he remortgaged his house because he totally believed in her career. You know, uh, you, you talk about his being an impresario in Quebec. I kind of remember him yeah. as a kid in Montreal. When I was a kid in Montreal in the 60s, because he, he was a member of a band in the mm-hmm. 60s in Quebec, which had some hit songs, as, as, I, as I recall. And then he went on to have this massive impact on the Quebec music industry. And it really is a, a unique music industry, isn't it? Well, you know, you're right. He had quite a life in the 60s. That group that you're talking about is Les Baronettes, which is kind of a mix between, uh, oh, I'd say the Beatles invasion, but in French. And um, after that, he decided that he was just going to develop artists in the province. And two of the artists that he was helping out was Jeanette Renault. A lot of people know who Jeanette Renault. She's a Canadian staple. Uh, now, I mean, for the new generation, she's the woman who sings the Hab song at every Canadian's game. And she's the good luck charm for the Habs. And uh, he was really um, a big supporter of her career. But then he was released as her agent and manager and then stumbled upon Celine Dion's CD and, or demo tape and thought, okay, this one is the next big thing. They were open about his two battles with throat cancer in the 90s and then most recently, and that has to be one of the most difficult decisions to make, when to speak publicly and how much you're going to reveal. And in the case of an international celebrity couple, there's almost going to be inquisitive media and sometimes media which cross the line in the pursuit of a headline. Well, 
you know, they were very open about their relationship. Nothing was ever off limits with them. And especially when you were interviewing Celine, you never had a publicist or maybe one of their people on the team say, you cannot ask them this question, which is often the case when you interview celebrities, especially if there's a little bit of controversy surrounding them. And you never got that feeling when you walked into a room and you were about to interview either of them. Whatever you asked them, whether it was about their children, their relationship, their love for each other, they were open about it. They were honest and sometimes a little too honest. Some people, you know, used to say that Celine revealed too much about her love life with Renee and 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 what went on. But no, they they were open and honest and it was good. There were times as well that uh, sometimes the Quebec media wasn't very friendly or wasn't very, I guess, um, appreciative of Celine's career. And Renee wouldn't have it. He would not even give them interviews. He would be, uh, he would speak aloud about it and say, "No, you can't talk that way about my wife." And he was very protective about her. So nothing was off limits for them. I'll ask you to be a little speculative. Sure. What about Celine now, going forward, without her husband? Oh. You know, that's a great question. I mean, nobody can really prepare for a death, especially something that. You know, they, they were aware of. Doctors were telling them they had no idea how long he had. Was it three months, three weeks? And I think they were preparing for this as best as they could. I mean, Renee stepped down in June from being her manager and handed it over to Aldo Giampaolo. And I think she took some time off from her career to be with Renee and make sure that everything was okay at home. Then she went back and continued her Las Vegas residency and her tour now, which is going to be embarking in 2016. So she has a lot on her plate coming up this year, especially here in Montreal and Quebec. She's got shows back-to-back for the entire month in August. So I think the show will go on for Celine Dion, but I think um, there are going to be a lot more tributes. There are going to be a lot more... um, heartfelt songs coming out for her, but she will not stop. The reason why she came back is because that was her one, well, that was Renee's one wish, is that she needed to continue her her career and continue his legacy as the man who made her this mega superstar. So, Natasha, when uh, the listeners to this program go to the Entertainment Tonight Canada website for more information and uh, on, on what we've just been talking about, what are they going to see? etcanada.com. We've got a whole bunch of celebrity reaction and tributes to Renee Angelil. We have their love story. Uh, you can go on Twitter and on our Facebook pages. You'll see there's a loving tribute that uh, was put together by myself and our producers on uh, his life and their relationship and Celine Dion's a tribute to him as well on stage. So there's a lot of info and there will be a lot more coming up. I mean, we have to find out where the funeral will take place. Will it be in Montreal at the Notre Dame Basilica where they got married? 21 years ago, or will it be in Las Vegas? But something tells me it'll be right in the home of uh, where they both are from, and that's Montreal. There's my conversation with Natasha Gargiulo from uh, Entertainment Tonight, ET Canada. You can go to their website, etcanada.com, and uh, you'll see uh, Natasha's um, entries for Rene Angelil and Celine Dion, and there's going to be a state funeral for Rene Angelil on Friday at the Notre Dame Basilica in Montreal. We're going to take a break, come back and tell you a bit about uh, what's coming up, to, well, not tomorrow, but next hour and for the rest of the show. Stay with us.